Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome. Welcome to our Bible study and welcome to the house of God. Those who are here and those online. Hallelujah. Just let's worship the Lord right now. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We magnify your holy name, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah to the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah, Lord God. We reverence your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would like to read um, from Joel chapter 2, from verse 15 to 18. It says, Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priest the ministers of the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, Spear thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, Where is their God? Then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We have a God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we're able to ask or even think. Hallelujah. According to the power which worked in us, we want to petition our God for the things that we need in this time. And God has blessed us. And it's time for us to get ourselves aligned with the word of God and do what he wants us to do. Amen. So that his will will be done. Amen. Amen. If you have a prayer request right now, if you could raise your hand. And we want everyone to look around and see those who raise hands so we can pray for them. Those online, you can send in your request. And we will get that request. And we will be praying for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to bless you, Lord God. We want to worship you. Hallelujah. There is none like unto you. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. And we know, oh God, that you are able, oh God, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we're able to ask or even think. The sweet rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. 
altar. Lord Jesus, we worship you tonight. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for, oh God, keeping us throughout, oh God, this week up until today, where you brought us back into your house, Lord God, where we can kneel before you, Lord God, and make our petition known unto you. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll wash us and that you'll make us clean, Lord. Burn out sin and carnal weakness out of us, almighty God. And Lord God, fill us up with your word, Lord God, with your spirit. Hallelujah, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let your kingdom come, Lord God, and your will be done. We know that you are the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore, Lord. You change is not, Lord God. Hallelujah, 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 Lord God. Breathe upon us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Help us to come in alignment with you and your word, Lord Jesus, so that God, your purpose will be fulfilled in us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Remember those who lift their hands tonight. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that God, you'll meet them. Oh God, meet their needs tonight, Lord God. Hallelujah. And get the praise and the glory, Lord God. Because, Lord Jesus, the glory belongs to you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. You are almighty God. Hallelujah. Remember those online, Lord God. Touch them again, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We worship you, Lord God. Lord God, we pull down every stronghold tonight. In the name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus in this place. Hallelujah, Lord God. We claim the victory, Lord God. For souls to be born to your kingdom. Hallelujah. The backsliders will return to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're standing upon your promises. We're standing upon your words. For your words are true. Hallelujah. 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 And we claim it, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Many souls will be born to your kingdom, Lord God. In this place, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 Father God, we just want to thank you for what you have done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. Heal those who are sick, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah. You said by your stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. 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 Father God, we bless you tonight. Hallelujah. For you are Lord Supreme over everything, Lord God. You are sovereign. We thank you and we bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll put our hands together before the Lord right now. Hallelujah.
Can we get a shout of hallelujah praise in the house? I know we're tired, but can you do one more better? Can you shout hallelujah in the house of God? Sounds more like it. Hallelujah. We give God thanks this afternoon, evening, for allowing here. Evening, yes. We are here. Wednesday night, not Thursday. Wednesday night Bible class. And we're here to break the word of God and to break the word of life. And we give God thanks for allowing us to be in this capacity. He alone is worthy, isn't he? And we give God thanks. Of course, I'm not the praise team. I'm not Pastor nor Elder or Brother uh, Scarlett. I am here uh, in their state, and I give God thanks. And I just, well, can we just greet one another um, real quick? Can you just say, I know probably just came in, just greet your neighbor next to you and just say, God bless you and welcome to Bible study. Can we just do that real quick? I love when our, our church greets one another in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In an ever-changing world, in an ever-changing time, we know that the church, in all its flaws, will survive and will thrive in the midst of turbulence, in the midst of changes. We understand that the Lord Jesus, as long as he is the head of our lives and leading us, we surely are going to overcome and we're going to be victorious and we are going to lead people into that level of victory and understanding their purpose in God. And I give God thanks. We're going to pray tonight. Uh, today's blessings, we already prayed already, but we're going to pray one more time that God will bless us with the word of life as we break the bread of life tonight. Father, we thank you. We give you praise this opportunity right now. We ask for your blessings upon us. We ask as we go forth, we go forth in your name, and we apply it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We'll turn our Bibles, our scriptures, uh, to Deuteronomy chapter number 2. And I pray to really be direct tonight, and uh, by the grace of God, as he put this in my spirit, uh, to help each other grow. Um, and God will continue to uh, add to whatever needs to be added uh, those who are watching, we thank God for you. We thank God for our pastor and his family. Uh, we give God thanks for them. We give God thanks for those who are present here and those who are watching. We bless God. We pray for those who are traveling, those who are not here. Let's remember them in prayer tonight. Praise the Lord. We'll be reading from Deuteronomy chapter number 2, verses 1 through 7. And I'll read in your hearing. It says, as thus... Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the, of the Red Sea, as the Lord spake unto me. And we compassed Mount Seir many days. And the Lord spake unto me, saying, this is Moses talking. He said, and ye have compassed this, ye have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn you northward and command thou the people, saying, ye are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau, which dwell in Seir, and they shall be afraid of you. Take ye good heed unto yourself, therefore meddle not with them, for I will not give you, I will not give you of their land, nor so much as a foot breadth 
because I have given Mount Seir unto Esau for possession. And ye shall buy meat of them for money that ye may eat, and shall always also ye shall also buy water of them for money that ye may drink. For the Lord verse seven, for the Lord thy God hath blessed thee in all thy works of thy land, and he knoweth thy walking through this great wilderness these forty years, the Lord thy God hath been with thee, thou hast lacked nothing. And we're going to read, um, and we can just pretty much quote the scripture uh, from book of Acts chapter 1, verses 8. And the scripture thus says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be my witnesses unto me, unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. You know, God was really dealing with myself today, to, you know, these this past few days. And I want you to repeat, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We'll be talking from the theme tonight, it's time to move. Okay? We'll be talking from a theme tonight. I don't know if this is, a, again, preaching or a teaching. Again, it's time to move. Look at somebody or at least say within yourself, it's time to move. Uh, we don't necessarily, saints of God, needs uh, to tell the signs of the coming of the Lord, for it draweth very near each day. And I want to tell this church, the urgency of the hour requires a response. And from the church, we are God's ambassadors. We are his hands, feet, his mouth, his ears. And there is such a cry that we wonder if it's actually being heard. The level of urgency in this day requires the keen focus of the urgency in doing the work of ministry. Uh, I believe in this church, saints of God. I might as well tell Satan this. I believe in this house. I believe in what God is doing in this church. And I don't know about you, saints of God, there's only one hope to Hamilton. And the only hope to Hamilton is the church of the living God. It is the apostolic church. It is Christ-centered church. I'm not saying any other apostolic movement and church does not have its place and they share a part of the kingdom of God. But all I can know is if I'm in this house and I'm abiding by this principle, I know for me... Uh, I'm always forewarned, especially as I grow up. Sometimes you look over by the, <laughs> you overlook over the fence sometimes, and you see how nice some things are over the fence. But sometimes you're forewarned to know that sometimes what you see is not actually what it is. And so I give God thanks that what God is cultivating here will cause me not to want to be anywhere else by the grace of God. Tell me, say Amen. I believe we should be assisted in terms of ways of which to help us cultivate the culture what God wants us to become in these closing days of time. And for us, we have to understand outside of the institution of marriage and the family, the church is the only institution that is keeping the hand of the man 
of perdition, which is also known as the Antichrist, which will create havoc in the world and that the planet, even this very earth, has never witnessed what will come. And I'm believing, God, that everyone that is in this house, under the voice of whatever God is speaking, he's leading, will not see that moment in day because that's not made for us. We're not made to, to endure, really, the tribulation period because the Bible said, Blessed are they who die in the Lord and those who yet are part of the first resurrection, for the second death will have no power. So we got to be a part of this church, saints of God. Don't take any risk for your life to say, well, if he comes and I don't make it, maybe I may have a chance because he will have some little bit of, um, hmm, uh, he will look beyond uh, my own faults, see the needs because he will be that one that I heard that went and came into flesh, he came and put on flesh and yet dwelt among us and yet did miracles and did signs and yet he decided to die. Well, at that point, saints of God, he ain't dying anymore. <laughs> he accomplished what he did. He said, all power is given unto him. The scripture says all power. And if that's the case, then all we are is submissive to the authority of God. And because of that, he has already taken the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And at this point, saints of God, if you're looking to think that he's going to rescue in the tribulation period, we won't get into the end-time ministries or end-time prophecy of that we have something or we are not actually understanding what the scripture is saying. He's actually focusing on one set of people who he yet reached the first time. The seed of Abraham he's looking for. Those who are left who will accept him and who will yet take uh, the understanding that when he died, he was the Messiah. He was the hope. He was the deliverer. He was what they were hoping that the, 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 the Jesus in the flesh would overtake. The Roman Empire, the authority, the, the, the one that was the, basically the, had control of uh, half of the whole world. And at some point, the entire world was under the authority of the Roman Empire. But at some point, saints of God, we must understand that there are people that we know that is going to be saved during that time. But for us, saints of God, who are the Gentile people, we got to make sure we make it in when the, when the trump of God shall sound. And it is our duty as a church, is our responsibility that when he has put his spirit in us, he chose to elect to put his spirit in this worthless piece of clay to execute the purpose and the mission of why we've been called. If he set the picture of the scripture that we just read, the time was in the 11th month of the 40th year. It is said that the events of Deuteronomy, the actual book, took at least about a week or two, but it was, a, it was an extensive writing um, done by uh, Moses. Basically, God actually speaking through, remember, Moses was not in the time of creation, and it is the mind and wisdom of God that filtered in him the experiences of creation to write into the point of Deuteronomy. That's, that's, empower, that's powerful, because we can't limit ourselves, saints of God. A lot of us like to limit ourselves and say, well, I don't have enough education, so is there anything for me to do that makes me feel comfortable? You should, ever, you should never feel stagnant or you should never feel at a point in your walk with God, especially amongst believers, that you will not feel stretched. You will not feel uh, uh, uncomfortable. We should be uncomfortable and get uncomfortable in certain areas. 
Because if I am uncomfortable, that means at least I'm hiding, I'm trying to seek finding ways to grow in the Lord. I want to encourage you, saints of God, and I know I'm not in my notes, but I believe God is leading me. And trust me, I, I, I love, listen, I, I love the word being taught. Um, uh, I have affinity of being, if you're teaching the word of God and you're sound in your, in, in your, in your expression and in your presentation, I, I believe I should have some discipline to discern, you know, from, you know, those who are fully converted into, into the understanding of the revelation of Jesus Christ, from those who are striving to, with, in, in hindsight, saying that I, I'm open, I am open. But I will say this, saints of God, when it comes to uh, the purpose of us and when it comes to what we see, uh, if there is a time or if it's a where people want to feel comfortable in a church that has no problems, they would probably elect to stay there because they feel as if if a church has no problems, that means it, it must be popping. It must be thriving. It must be it must going somewhere. But unfortunately, I, I beg to differ, saints of God. Anytime there is a, a, a spiritual fight to, to, to be pressed to, to get things done, that means there is a conflict happening in the spirit. And that means God's hand is upon what you think God ain't working in. I, I, I will say that you think that God ain't working because you ain't seen a lot of things happening compared to other ministries. Can I get a witness here? But I'm trying to tell you, saints of God, but when there is an actual spiritual warfare and a conflict happening where it's trying to make you go forward, but it's like the children of Israel, they've been camping around Mount Seir all along, and they don't know what direction they're going. That means there is an adversary that is trying to stop from their purpose in God. I want to stress on you, saints of God. We're not here to be, we're, we're, we're not to act as if we're naive in this. We have to understand we are an amalgamation of lots of levels in the spirit. We have persons who are experienced. We have persons who really have made an impact and a dent in the kingdom of God. They have seen God flow and manifest in their life. But there are other persons who are, who are just coming along. And they are part of this journey. And, and, and it seems as if we have to get them up to speed real quick because, again, we're seeing the, da- the signs of the times that are happening. We're seeing in places like Hawaii, places like uh, uh, across the United States, across the world, all these things that are happening. And it seems as if people are wondering, what's happening? What's going on? They know what's happening. They choose to yield their, 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 their soul to their maker and their creator. Because of the creation, is this, is, it goes back to what creation has desired. The creation has desired fellowship with mankind. And, and, and mankind is resisting that fellowship. So they're trying to ask questions of why these terrible things are happening. But he's trying to get their attention because, hey, he made man. He, the scripture says, you are made in the likeness and in the image of, of God himself, which is Jesus Christ. And that's the wrestling that's happening within, pe- within creation that is trying to resist accepting the fact that they need a Savior. They must be adhered to their Father, which is in heaven. So they're confused. They're in betwixt. But saints of God, we must understand that in this assembly or in this uh, culture of the church, the apostolic church, you're going to have babes, those who will desire the sincere milk, but they're not able to swallow well. Or if it goes down into their esophagus or their throat or in it, as it digests, it, it sometimes doesn't come out well. 
if I can be G-rated, okay? It may not understand fully when it's actually being digested and it's becoming work in their spirit. But I believe, God, I believe, saints of God, that we are a church that believes in strong meat. And some of the meat that's being, that's being delivered, it's, it's hard to chew. It's hard to, to kind of digest. But it, it, it shows you a church is growing when there is a diversity level of understanding where we can help each other. And that's the purpose of us. We are here to help each other to grow. And the, the scripture says, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the fullness and of the stature of which is Jesus Christ. And I was here to give it an encouragement for us tonight that we must equip one another. I want, to, I want us to, be in the, the, to, to understand how urgent this hour is. We must be able to provoke one another. And when I mean not provoking, I'm not mean getting on people's nerves. I'm talking about provoking them to where God has an anointing, God has a call, God has a purpose on your life, and you can't sit in these warm benches and waiting on things to happen. You've got to make a move, ask God to anoint you, listen, and hear the voice of God, and whatever needs to be involved or you get yourself involved in, you just do it. You just do it. Because it ain't about us. It's not about my name. It's not about even being standing behind this sacred desk. It's not even, even being in front of you. It's about God's kingdom being established. It's not, you know, saints of God, when you look at these movements in American history and how it started and how some of it just started in some awkward places, ideas. If you think of the, 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 the Declaration of Independence and the, and, the, and the Congress and all that stuff, how it, how, it, how it came together, how people have different perspectives and they can create a document that has been lasting over 250 years plus. And it seemed as if the world can come together and work something, but it seemed as if when it comes to the greater purpose of who we are, the identified person which is in Jesus Christ in us, it seemed as if there's always a sense there is a, there's always a stretching against the enemy to say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be like these people who, who camped around and, and for 40 years making no understanding of where they're going. It seems as if that's the case. But, but saints of God, when, when you identify when God is asking you to say within yourself, where are you are right now? What are you doing? What, 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 what are you called to do? What have you in yourself to say, hey, I've been around this camp, I've been walking around, I, I've been agitated by my enemies, by my, 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 my persons who are actually, there are blood with me. Because you remember Esau and Jacob, the story of that, and, and how possession was given and granted to their side of, of, the, of, the, of the area of which the peninsula provides, of the promised land and from, separate from those who are of, of other nations, which God had promised through the seed of Abraham. We understand how procreation happened and how it was seem as though it was inter, inter uh, mingled between the, the, the genes that, that create about a population. It's just making saints saints of God that, that all these conflicts that we have in internal warfare, it, it seems as if some things want to bring up and fester amongst even our own issues and our own the link or deliberacy or, or our own uh, 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 ways in which we want to think where our past want to hold us back, hold us from what we are called to be in Christ. 
that if I had issues in um, when I grew up or when I had experiences or struggles in my life, it always finds a way where it, God is trying to move you into a place where he wants you to say, hey, you're set free, you're, 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 you're now walking in your purpose, but yet it seems as if that very thing, you know what, what Paul called it, like a thorn in your flesh that wants to buffer you? The scripture said he didn't want to be above measure based on his revelation of God, but it seems as if it always wants to hinder me from moving forward. But the scripture does say, listen, he said, in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. We have weaknesses, saints of God. We have thorns in our flesh. But we have to remember, it is not the thorn we must focus on. It is the one that is strengthening us, that is causing us to get uh, uh, to advance past where we are feeling as if we are hindered from becoming what God has called us to become. And unfortunately, in, in some essence of what I've experienced in my life, people have allowed thorns in their flesh from stopping them from fulfilling God's hand and for God's mandate on their life. To the point where they become followers of others and they lose identity of who God has called them to be. And to where they are now, you don't know because, because they lived off of what they believe was a reality to, their, to, their, to themselves to where God is calling them. What I, mean by, what I mean by that is that if they couldn't know what their purpose and what God has called them and what God has gifted them to become a blessing and an asset to the body of Christ. But because they thought that, oh, if such and such is saying, oh, I need to do this, or, or they were trying to identify themselves through someone, God couldn't work fully through them because, you know why? Their eyes was like on that thing or that thing that caused them to feel as if they're not good enough to be used by God. Good enough to be molded as God would want them. You don't have to be like someone that is yet talented and gifted but you have to be willing to submit yourself and willing yourself to say, Lord, your will be done, and I yield myself to you. Whatever how it is to be demonstrated, I know I bring value. I apply what is into the body that he will be glorified in my life. That was what Israel's issue. Hey, Israel decided to say, we ain't like other countries, so we want to be like them. And because of that, they allow that issue, that thorn in their flesh, to antagonize them, and they were going nowhere, thinking that they were going somewhere for 40 years. It seemed as if the apostolic church want to be like that. We want to be others, like others, not understand the power that's within us to establish what God has set in order, but because it seems as if there's a fear and intimidation, that it seems as if what you're doing is not good enough, we feel as if all we do all we can do is just look, with, look to one another and act as if, okay, well, what next we got to do? We, what, 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 what desire we have to fulfill next? Because there's nothing more that I can see that will measure me up to others who have everything. When you have the truth of the word of God in you, when you have the understanding of your life, your life, your life, when you accepted him in water baptism, when you express and understand that except the man be born of water and of spirit. What else do you need to get you to understand your purpose in God? What else do you need? What other revelation do you need to feel as if you need to be vindicated? What is, is, is born again and being filled with the spirit is not good enough for you? I've made you uniquely di different from my glory and from my purpose.
I have caused you to become a, 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 a pillar, a pillar in the midst of where there is issues and there's struggles and there's pain and there's sorrow and there's when there's confusion. Everyone else can be shaken, but us, the one God people, the people of the name, we should be, yet be able to stand boldly and declare and be without fear or without, without compromise or without any type of intimidation what God has called us to be. And that's all what it is. It's not a badge of honor just to say I'm baptized in Jesus' name. It's more than that. It's fulfilling God's purpose in your life. And when we are able to fulfill God's purpose, we'll be able to see God manifest. And we'll be able to have the understanding it is time to move. The scripture thus says that you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The only way you can understand the authority you've been given, unless you have the power and understand who has the power to, has been given, who, who has given you the power to activate or how to function in that very authority, to understand that purpose. For you to know that, if you were given something that is valuable and asked to keep it and sustain it and asked to maintain it, wouldn't you wonder to get some instructions on how, hey, I don't have any experience, but would you ask the person that actually given you something to yet how to, 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 to train you, to keep you, to, to, to educate you on how to, how to activate the very thing that you've been given and the very thing you've been given to multiply and add to it? It's not for you to just to say, oh, I got power. I got, I, got, I got some level of authority. No, it's for you to understand that your identity in Christ is that his will to be performed in your life is when you yet allow yourself to be submissive to the very thing he's given you. He's given unto you to, 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 to become effective so that he can be glorified in your life. For he to be fulfilled his, life, his work and, his, and, and, and understanding within you and through you. And that's what, what, what we have to understand where we, to understand this is that if we have been given power and a witness to be whatever God has called us to be, and God has yet anointed us to be, whether how long it was to be, he's going to give you an assignment to become what that very thing is to be. And I understand, saints of God, that you say, well, it's kind of broad. You say, you've been given power, and so the power has caused you to now move. Now, where are you moving to? Well, you don't have to move yet. Establish who you are in Christ right now. Whatever your Jerusalem is, because that's where the first assignment that they were given, you have been given power and witnesses to be. To be a witness to me in Jerusalem. Where I say I will begin your ministry. I will begin where God has, has formed you, has equipped you. I'm going to start where the place where you can remember that when I started you here, your objective is not to remain here. It's not to sustain your camp here. It is just to be a starting place. So when you start here, I don't anticipate you to remain here after what I've given you, the assignment. God has given you the release. God has given you the permission and the commission to do. And because you start here, you understand, okay, I, I got to a point where I have 
uh, uh, the understanding where I around my surroundings and my environment is and activating that what's inside of me. Saints of God, when it comes to our Jerusalem, this is where we are. I don't believe we should take familiar, we shouldn't be familiar with one another in terms of in the way we take for granted. But we should know them that labor amongst us. That's the purpose. We should know them that labor amongst us. And when we know them that labor amongst us, we'll have fellowship. We'll have time to, to, to have, have that dialogue, have that breaking of bread. Remember, the assignment was in Jerusalem to break bread. And when they were given that assignment, they were, to go to go, they, were, they were supposed to go house to house. Now, if it's going house to house, we're formulating a system that will be flow to, that will help others to grow. And say to God, it's not just for us to be impactful amongst us, because when we establish that point, then it's taken to another level. It takes us to another place. That place is Samaria. What is a Samarian? A Samarian is someone that was, they, they look like us. Oh, gosh. They talk like us. But they ain't us. But at the same time, they are growing to that place. They're the ones that haven't received understanding of who they are in Christ. They're the ones that we kind of think they have forgotten because they don't look and dress or they don't have the very foundations of some what we have established in. They're yet in between. They go to church, but they're in between. They're going to church, but they, they're still in between because they hear one voice saying, hey, it's all right. But over here, say, man, I, I just feel something different when I come into this church. I go to many churches, and I don't feel God's presence like when I feel when I come up in here. Yes, that's the Samaritan. That's that, that's that one that we have to, to make a, 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 a sincere effort to say, you know what? I know what's inside of me. I know, I know, I know they look a little bit different, but uh, I, I, I could be who I'm called to be who I am because I know what the scriptures that says. I know what the foundation of what the doctrine that says. But I want to be a friend to them. I want to know, listen, the same influence of the Holy Ghost manifesting in my life, they're going to experience that in their lives. And they will understand, hey, it was where in Jerusalem. It was at a place where they had an upper room experience where they can identify where it all started. Because it's like, it's like, it's like taking us back to where we began, but it's to expand us to where we're going. It's to start in Jerusalem, then Samaria, and then the uttermost parts of the earth. I start again, and I say, and I establish again that we are the hope to Hamilton. And once we understand that our camp, or we're not to be camped uh, 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 just in the essence of where we are comfortable in, and understand where we go outside of our, 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 our limitations, where we think we are, which we're really not limited, because there is more that is for us than what is against us. We understand the impact we will make until we make a decision to go somewhere. And when we understand where we are called to, to be here, and understand where we are understanding our authority that's here, that authority will yet cause us to yet establish our place in places where we thought we would ever reach. Our influence will take us further than we ever thought we would because we allowed ourselves, we allowed our spirit to be in the will of God, to push us up, to present ourselves at a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a fortified one body that is called to yet take over, to take dominion, to take the authority 
to take the influence, to take the influence, to take, to take, to take the, the influence of God, the influence of God to places, to places where they thought they would never see us, to places that they thought they would never, we would never be ever engaged in. No, we're not compromising who we are, but because we're bringing the kingdom of God to you. You don't want to come here. That's fine. We're going to bring God's kingdom to you. And when we become to understand we're bringing God's kingdom to you, you would understand why we have been assigned to coming. Why we are here. Why is our purpose? What is our assignment? What God has called us? We have been given instructions of what we are to execute. Was established at the place where God communicated with Moses, which was Mount Sinai, indicating he has gotten our attention to do what he has called us inevitably for us to accomplish, but it was not the final place. It's the meeting place of God, but God doesn't want us to camp here. God doesn't want us to get comfortable here. Yes, I want to be in your presence, but now it's time that what I've given you, it's time to work it's time to do. He said, you have been encamped here long enough. You know, comfortability is very much a place where, you know, sometimes, you know, that, that, that fear of the unknown gets, gets very, very, very heightened. The level of your urgency, the level of your, your, your uh, how can I say, your senses. Because it seems as if, okay, it's all good. So what, what, what's the sense of us doing other things that's different? No, it is to make you know that what I've given you is not for you to make it your own. A lot of times when we get comfortable, we become very possessive. And that feels as if whatever I have, you ain't going to have. You know, says to God, whatever gifting you have, it's to bless the church. I said, whatever gifting you have in you, whatever you have been called to you, it's to bless the church. I'm not talking about a physical building. I'm talking about our brother and sister. And that's what sometimes, and I will, I, oh God, I thank you. I know there's a lot to say, but I might as well close on this because it's a good time, because I think God has spoken. There's a concern right now in the kingdom of God. Why the gifts of the Spirit are not at operation as it was in the past. I believe in God, and I said, like the Lord said, yeah. There's a concern about the gifts of the Spirit in operation in these times. You beg to ask the question, where do we get here? How do we get here? I know some persons personally who are of a what's called the holiness, and they're inspired of the holiness movement. It's basically a renaissance of what happened in the early 20th century where people began to search and seek for the move of the Holy Ghost in America. And there are people who are yet striving to walk in that straight and narrow way, as the scripture says. It's like a revivalist type of attitude, spirit, where we're coming. It's like, if I could give you a good example. There was a few months ago, there was a, 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 a worship experience happening in the state of Kentucky, where people in that college, they began to worship God, and they had nonstop worship. It was like 24-hour worship, saints of God. I don't know if anyone paid attention, but it was, it was happening, and people came together. I mean, people from all over the, the community, 
over the state, and it got the attention of many. Saints of God, it tells you there's a hunger. There's a hunger and a thirst. There's a desire. But getting to the point of where they can understand their identity is where the, is where the conflict re- resides. I know, I know they didn't express uh, the, the, the full understanding of the doctrine of Jesus Christ, but they had a passion, they had a desire, they had a hunger. And, and I ask and I come to this juncture saying the spirit, spiritual gifts that are, that are given to the church. The scripture says that he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men. That those gifts were not for you to keep and for you to be yet established with your own self. Those gifts were to fulfill what he would do if he still lived in the earth. We are the hands and feet of God. We are the mind of where God flows through. We're not the mind of God. He flows through our mind. That his glory will be revealed. And if there's only one hope, and the only hope can be done through us as believers in Christ, who he has established an order. Because remember, he would never, as Brother Calvin was saying on, on, on this past Sunday, God would never alter his order what he established in the earth. He said he will come in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sinful flesh he will die for. He would not yet, out of, out of heaven, do anything altered from what he said he would submit himself to. He humbled himself even unto death, even to the death of the cross. He chose that path because he was setting an example that this, even though I am God and I could have done, I could have altered everything and I could have just said, you know what, I'm going to do my own way. No, he yet set an example for us. And that saints of God, we have to yet understand in a nutshell what, I'm, what the spirit of God has been beckoning for me to understand. It's, it's for us to set an example. That when we look within ourselves and say, Listen, if God is flowing in my life, if God is working in my life, how can I just keep light hidden? How can I just not say that I won't stand out? Not because I know I'm, I'm, I'm being pushed to the forefront. No, it's the contagious level of God's flow working in my life. That I can be an example. I can, be, I can make an impact. I can, I can leave an impression. I could be like that man that was reading the scriptures and said, I don't understand what I'm reading, but God can call an evangelist that was at a revival and take him out and put him right where he needed to be to help that one person. Saints of God, more than just being what people will deem as a large congregation. Yet our gifting is to even help one person. It is to help someone. It is to equip someone. It is to stir someone. Because we have, at some point, to understand, in this flesh, we do have an expiration date. And if we don't understand, if we don't get it right now, saints of God, a generation will come after us. And as the scripture says in the book of Judges, they do not know the God nor his works. They, 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 ahaya koshamai. I grew, oh God, I don't know, Lord. I grew up in an experience that had a figure like person that was dependent. And when that person died, when that person died, it seemed as if there was no hope in sight. You know, saints of God, I love our pastor because I believe God has called him. For such a time as this. And what God has been using him 
and equipping us to do. He is, he is, I believe it, that he has caused us to know it ain't about just establishing what God is doing here for me to be exalted or for me to say, man, it was, it, man, I, I, I know order is, and, and, and to honor is to honors due, but he's trying to understand. And this is where we've been legislated to equip one another and say, listen, you think it's about where I am. It's about the generation that's happening and what's following. It is someone to be yet stirred in their spirit to take up this next baton. I ain't talking about a microphone. I'm talking about the work of God. Get it in your spirit. Get it in your heart. That when I leave and I have expired, I know, I know about you, saints of God. Listen, I don't want to, and I go back to where my experience is. When the Moses died, there was no successor. Too many times in our spaces, and I ain't talking about, I'm not talking about a particular group or set. I'm just talking about equipping of a people. Too many times when someone of influence leaves the scene, it seems as if what was taught to them of the people that God has called them, God or God has called them, or whatever, God has equipped them. It seems as if everything left. They don't maintain. They just waste away. As much as God has empowered our pastor, and as much as he would desire, and I know his heart, I, 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 I understand his heart. If he, if he could let us all in, he would. But unfortunately, he can't have that decision. But what he's putting in our spirit is for us to examine within ourselves and say, listen, what he's preaching, what's being preached, what is being taught, we're going to let it go to waste? Ask us the question. Ask us, are we going to just let it? Because I believe the success, as he said before, and even I was told, years past. The success to a man's vision is not the present. It's the future. And it's the future that hold bearing to what was laid and what was yet established. It continues. I believe this church will be here longer than me. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know how long any of us will be here. But I'm as adamant as I am right now, saints of God, that it's time to move. It's time to understand that there is some young people. I, they all may not be preachers. They all may not be running and, 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 and wanting to start, you know, P7 clubs and, you know, group Bible studies and then lead to being in ministry that will cause them to start a church or whatever, etc. I'm not saying everyone would. And we hope that is the case. But saints of God, we got to look within ourselves and say, listen. Am I, and I read this, and I'll close on this. There was a doctor, his name is uh, Charles Havner. He talked about, and years ago, he was a theologian, he was a scholar. He talks about the issues of, of, of the, the church that became a man and a machine and became a monument. Where when it comes a monument, it just becomes a showpiece of the past. 
It becomes a, just a relic. It becomes a, a time of which we can remember. But the fact of the matter is, saints of God, we got people like the Haskers here. We got people, and I'm just throwing their name, not the names, I'm just saying, we got, we got persons, we got a movement, saints of God. We got, we, got, we got young people in this church, I'm telling you, saints of God, that we got to see them where they are not. Yes, you can see their presence, but we, we, we know in terms of, if we put seeds in them. We plant the seeds. We, we keep equipping them and feel encouraged to do God's work. Trust me, saints of God. What our success, our, 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 our desire, and I know it will be uh, accredited with uh, what is about to be said, is that even if this building never existed, but if we had a generation that could see forth what God has started here, that means more than ever expanding from this battleground to another place. I love this place. You know why? Because there is a hope to Hamilton. There's a hope to know that we have a space where God can use our gifts and where we can affect and impact the body of Christ. But it won't be just here for us to make up the number. It's for us to know what we are doing with that. And what we are doing that. That's where we'll be judged. What I gave you to do, what you did with it. And at the end of the day, say to God, as I close this teaching, and I'm talking personal. Get, I, want pers- I want us to get personal here. We ask ourselves the question, where am I? What am I doing? What, what, can I, what can I contribute? What, what in my heart I have? That will cause me to yet say, hey, it's not about me making the, making the, the acknowledgement team or me, me being expressed as doing. It's about me making an impact, me making the disciple, me, me causing someone to say, listen, if I even leave tonight, my extensions are still here to do what I have placed a seed in their heart. Here we all stand. I don't know where God was leading us, but I thank God for whatever God has said. I want us to understand what the word and the scripture that was said tonight about our, our, our place of consecration and sanctification. And, and, and when the scripture talked about when they called and sanctified the fast and called forth the elders and the, and the ministers that we may weep between the porch and the altar. It was more so not for a show, not for us to say, hey, we all doing it at one time. It is for our hearts to be at the place. Where what we are praying for, that God hear and see the desire within us. That whatever that was yet said, you would fulfill. We will not take for granted. We will not take you, for, we will not take you casually. Is that when you say in the last day, said, I will pour out my spirit. Saints of God, when we get together. When our hearts are on one accord and one mind, God begins to speak. And when God begins to speak, saints of God, no demon, no warlock, no, no, no adversary can stop what God is doing amongst his people. Amongst his people. Can we all just join hands? Don't cross the aisle. Just take a person's hand next to you. Let's, let's pray and say, God, unite us. Let's pray that God will strengthen us. God will help us. God will see us beyond where we are right now. 
and know that, God, you have equipped us for this such a time as this to cause us to come into understanding and alignment with your will. Father, we thank you. Let's pray. We thank you for this gathering. We thank you for what God has done and what you are doing in this atmosphere. We pray that, God, you will help us. You will move us from one place to the next. You will move us to a place where God is calling us, look, God, to a deeper depth and a place of where we are submitted to your will. Father, Lord God, I pray that your work was and your, what was said to be done, let it be done for your glory. I want nothing to be seen of my life, but your name be glorified and magnified. Father, stir our spirit that we may encourage one another, that we may strengthen one another, we may even, Lord God, be a blessing to one another. Lord God, whatever we are called to do, let us not be afraid. Let us not be intimidated because you will cause us to break camp. You have called us to not stay amongst, oh God, this very spot. But we are to move to where God is taking us. God is calling us to. We are yet, we have been here long enough. And we thank you, God, for what you're going to speak and what God is saying to us. God, equip us, stir us to that place. To that place where God is yet calling us to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your word be done. Let us know that it's not about our egos. It's about God's will be done. We ask of you right now, strengthen, equip each other. Equip us to do God's will. Unite us together. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, strengthen my brother, strengthen my sister. In the name of Jesus, in this treacherous and evil days, where the enemy is there to seek and to kill and to steal, in the name of Jesus, there's a church, a church called Christ in a church. We pray our blood covering over our families, over our pastor, over his family, over our leaders and those who will serve. Cover us under the blood of Jesus. Cover those who are yet connected to us. We pray, Lord God, that you will be a blessing. I pray that you will be performed. In the name of Jesus, we ask of you right now, let it be done to your glory. Let it be done to your honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together. Let's magnify the Lord. Let's give him glory. Let's give him honor for what God is about to do in this house. Hallelujah. Saints of God, let us be encouraged. This church is in the will of God. I said this church is in the will of God. And we're going to scream it until every devil in Hamilton know that we are here and we're here not just to stay. We're here to take over. Hallelujah. We're here to take over. And in these days and time, I don't know how long we'll be here, but we're going to make an impression. We're going to make an indent. People are going to receive the Holy Ghost. People are going to come out of, oh, God, they're going to, oh, God, they're going to come to truth. They're going to come to truth, not half truth. They're going to come to the fullness of the knowledge and the stature and the wisdom of God. God bless you. We must also be mindful we're giving to our, 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 our offering-wise to the church as well. And uh, be mindful of the announcements. I know real quick, there was announcements on the board that mentioned about the ministry fair. Um, our pastor had given us uh, the permission uh, for not to be confused if those who saw that flyer. Um, it, will be, it will be deemed to a different date. We will tell you uh, further what date will that be. But um, just be mindful not of the slide that you saw before service. But we give God thanks. We give God thanks for everyone. 
and those who are yet watching, bless you. We thank you. We love you. God bless you all. In Jesus' name, let's greet one another in the name of the Lord. God bless you.